to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid The comedy podcast for all things music Both new and classic I'm Pat Francis And today is the Monday quarantine bonus episode. It's very early at our house, 7 a.m. Everyone's asleep. I'm recording solo. There will not be anyone joining me in the seats today because I chose to do this so early before the day gets away from me. I've got my morning voice. Clear that throat out. Um... Hope you guys are all doing well. Been uh, been a little bit of a crazy week in America, so let's just uh, let's just listen to some music and try to power through and do the best we can as individuals to uh, you know to support and uh, and love each other. It's not the greatest segue into an episode about title tracks. But maybe some of these title tracks will relate to what, you know, what I'm talking about. Who knows? All right. We got tons of songs. Lots of people. Let me think. I'm going to say we have about mm, 25 to 30 songs and introductions. So uh, this is going to be good. Title tracks. Let me explain it. A couple of you people know I did not accept your submission. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down for you. The Cars, Shake It Up. The album is called Shake It Up. There is a song called Shake It Up. Therefore, Shake It Up is the title track. That's an example of one that works. Now, Queen The Game. There is a song called Play The Game. Play The Game is not a title track. That song was called The Game, it would be. So the song has to have the exact same title as the album. Highway to Hell, Who Are You, Dream Police, Born to Run. These are examples. Anything else will not be tolerated. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let me get into it. I'm going to start. It's an excuse for me to play a song. It's an excuse for me to play a song by my favorite band. So let's hear a little bit from Cheap Trick's 1982 release. The first album without Tom Peterson. The first album with John Brandt on bass. Even though I I think John only plays on three songs on the whole album. I think Rick plays bass on most of it. And I don't even know if John plays bass on this song. That doesn't matter. The song is called, well, the album's called One on One, produced by Roy Thomas Baker, and the song, of course, is called One on One from Cheap Trick. Without 
There you go. One on one by Cheap Trick. Now, before I get too deep into the episode, I do want to say uh, I got my new computer yesterday, picked up the new laptop. And I have to thank the three most recent people who have donated to the laptop, uh, the laptop uh, fund, uh, Joe Reynolds, Jeff Holmes, and Tony Greathouse. Thank you guys uh, so much for your uh, nice donations. Uh, every little bit helped, helps and helped. And uh, so just getting that up and running, as you know, when you change... Uh, to a new machine, especially when your old one is eight years old, stuff doesn't work the way it used to. There's something different here. There's something different there. Maybe an app you had, you know, won't work at all. You have to re-download it. Maybe when you re-download it, it doesn't. It still doesn't work because it's out of date and it doesn't work with the operating system and all that. That all that fun stuff. I think I'm a guy who doesn't like change. I would have been uh, very happy for that uh, other laptop to just. Uh, Work forever. Can that happen? Can they make a laptop that'll just work forever? Maybe a desktop would because you just leave it. It doesn't even move. It just sits there. But uh, yeah, the laptop, I, I, it's, it's all over the place. I take it everywhere. So um, again, everyone who uh, donated to the uh, Laptop Relief Fund, thank you so much. And again, Joe Reynolds, Jeff Holmes, and Tony Greathouse were the most the three most recent uh, those coming in uh, this week, actually. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's move on. All right. First up, <laughs> first up is one of our uh, rock solid rotating co-hosts. He he might be a guy that he, maybe he might have host, he might be the one who's co-hosted the most with me. Possibly. I don't know. But this is Murray Valariano, and the reason I'm, I'm introducing him to you is because uh, uh, Murray and I had uh, not a fight, but uh, I called him out on his uh, title track. So I'm, I'm, of course, starting with one that I personally uh, don't think is, is a true title track. So uh, we'll let Murray introduce it. We'll hear the song, and then we'll, we'll, then we'll discuss. Hey guys, Murray Valeriano of the Rock Solid Podcast and the Road Stories Podcast. If you uh, get a chance, uh, give that a listen. It's over at the All Things Comedy Network. If you like comedians and comedy and disastrous road stories, this podcast is for you. Hey, it's good to be back. I haven't had a chance to contribute to the listener episodes in a while, but uh, here I am with my title track. I am picking the title track off of the Flaming Lips, Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. Some will argue that this is their breakthrough album into the mainstream, and uh, I will be one of those persons who would argue that. I love this album, T to B. Uh, it's great. It is all quality. There is no filler on it. I highly recommend it. Um, little side note, this album or this tour was my wife and my's first concert together. We saw the Flaming Lips at the Palladium on this album, and one Liz Fair opened the show. So uh, it holds a special place in my heart. It's a great album if you don't have it. This is Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots, part one.
She's a black belt in karate Working for the city She has to discipline her body Cause she knows that It's demanding To defeat the All right. Excellent song. I love that song. I've never heard it before. Murray, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending that song. Here's my problem. Because, of course, I have to be cranky. Or it's Murray. I think Murray told me I was nuts. But uh, the album's called Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots. That is true. But this song is called Yoshimi Battles the Robots Part 1. And on the album, there's a part two. So for me... It was not a pure title track. You can at me at Rock Solid Show. Let me know if I'm crazy or let me know if you agree. If the part one and the part two detracts. I'm feeling right now people are going to be on Murray's side. But it gave me an, it gave me an excuse to, uh, to uh, you know, poke the bear. So that's what I did. <laughs> uh all right. Oh, oh, real quick to the Patreon people. Uh, I don't know, maybe two, three, maybe a month ago now, I gave away t-shirts as, uh, as one of the Patreon prizes, but I was not able to choose the winners. I chose the winners yesterday. That video can be found on our YouTube page and the video can be found uh, on Twitter in the Twitter feed. And originally I was going to give away four t-shirts because... But I mean, three T-shirts. But since it took me so long, I actually gave away four. So uh, check, see if you uh, if you won, and then you can get back to me with your T-shirt size and style you want, and uh, I will order those and have those sent to you from the uh, from the T-shirt place. Don't know how long it'll take. Don't know if you'll have it uh, quickly or not until August. But anyway, winners have been chosen, and uh, T-shirts will be ordered soon. All right, let's move on. This guy's already been mentioned twice today. This is uh, one of the guys that uh, donated to the Laptop Relief Fund. So let's check this out. Hey, y'all. Tony Greathouse in East Alabama. Narrowing it down a little bit because my song is from and about North Alabama. Muscle Shoals, to be exact. It's from my favorite band, the band that saved my life, the drive-by truckers. You know, I usually have to think about these for a while, but this one came immediately to me. It's Memorial Day, which we used to call Decoration Day, especially down here in the South. And this is from the drive-by truckers album, Decoration Day, of course. In early 2000s, they hired a young, fresh-faced Jason Isbell. It was the first song that he wrote with the band. It ended up being the title track to one of their best albums, if not the best. After six tumultuous years, Jason left, 
or was asked to leave, however you see it. And he still plays this song live. His shows are great. You should see them. You should also see the drive-by truckers because they have not suffered from losing Jason or vice versa. Some things they have, they are wrong. They make very important music. Anyway, Decoration Day is a fictionalized account of a true event of the Hill-Lawson feud in North Alabama. It has a great slide solo. Like I said, he still plays it. Started about 2.40. Y'all be sweet. Well, now, I certainly didn't start that at 2.40. That's right, uh, that's right at the top. So let me, uh, let me do as Tony has said. I'm getting it to 2.40 right now. Because that's what I do. Here we go. And I got a family in Mobile Bay and they never seen my daddy's grave. But that don't bother me, it ain't marked anyway. Cause I got dead brothers in Lawndale South. And I got dead brothers in East Tennessee. My daddy got shot right in front of his house. Day. And I've a mind to go spit on his grave If I was a heel, I'd put him away And I'd fight to the last Lawson's last living day I'd fight to the last Lawson's last living day I'd fight to the last Lawson's last living day There's another song I've never heard before. That's why these episodes are fun for me. Songs come in. You guys give me a little history about it. Tell me about the band. Tony said this band saved his life. Message me that story. I want to know that. I'll keep it, I'll keep it uh, in my heart. I won't tell anyone. But now you got me curious, Tony. All right, let's move on. This guy... Uh, this guy's good because he keeps his intros so concise. Gets right to the point. Doesn't mince words. And I always kind of know that he's going to try to wedge this band in here. And that's okay with me because uh, it's one of his favorites. Might be his favorite. Let's listen to this gentleman. Hi, it's Matt Berkey. The year is 2003. You're in your first year of high school. You don't really like the music on the radio. You've been dabbling in classic rock. You have Led Zeppelin records hiding under your bed. And suddenly a band from out of nowhere, your old hometown in Ohio, releases their second album. And the opening track is the same name as that album. Thick Freakness by the Black Keys. Can you dig it? Thick 
Thank you, Mad Berkey. Now, look, I, I didn't hate that song. I think you're expecting me to hate that song. Uh, very, uh, very bluesy. Not a fan of the blues. Don't tell Dan Aykroyd. He won't come on the show if he hears I don't like blues. Although, I would do a whole show about the Blues Brothers. I like the Blues Brothers. That was my introduction to blues. Uh, two white comedians in... Uh, Black pork pie hats and glasses. Uh, very good, Matt Berkey. Thank you so much. This next gentleman, believe it or not, has the, it's not the same spelling, but he has the same last name as Matt Berkey. So it's another Berkey. The Berkey brothers, but not. Here we go. Hey, Pat. Longtime listener, occasional emailer. This is Brian Berkey a fellow Pennsylvanian, albeit from the other side of the state. When I first heard you were soliciting title songs for an upcoming podcast episode, there are a number of really good ones that I could think of, but I decided I wanted to give you one from a band a little off the beaten path that hasn't gotten much play on the Rock Solid podcast. Set the Wayback Machine to 1995, back when indie rock slash alternative rock was all the rage with young people like me. My selection is from a band called Poster Children, and this is a song which still sets my toes a-tapping two and a half decades after I first heard it. So please drop the needle at the start of the song and enjoy this title track from the band's fourth LP called Junior Citizen. That's in my wheelhouse, Brian. A phrase I hate, wheelhouse. But I don't know what else to say. So should I just say, I like it? What's weird about that song for me, it sounds like it should be like a three and a half minute song. 
That song clocks in at a very lengthy five minutes and 16 seconds. I would not have thought that. Junior Citizen. By the band Poster Child. Very nice. 1995. I've been sitting here and I'm trying to figure out what the next fan or listener, I don't like the word fan, listener curated episode is going to be for next Monday. I'd like to do another artist. I'm looking around. There's like a, two of the artists I'm thinking, three of the artists I'm thinking of we've done on the show before, but a long time ago. And we didn't cover them extensively. Then there's another artist that we've never done but I don't know that everyone likes that artist. Kyle would probably put them in a, in a, you know, in a Pink Floyd Dire Straits category. But uh, hopefully by the end of the show, I'm going to figure it out and let you guys know what songs you can start, you know, picking from, what artists you can pick from. All right, let's move on. Next up. Greetings, Rock Solid. Travis Hoffman here, sometimes known as Travis of the Day. The song I've chosen for this title track episode is Earl Valentine's Night Blindness. Take it away, Pat. I've never heard of Earl Valentine before. The song was from 1987, Night Blindness. Thank you, Travis. Travis, I don't know why people call you Travis of the Day. What does that mean? There's another Travis on the list today, but do you mean that you are the number one Travis? I don't know what that means. Still thinking about these, uh, these four artists. Should I throw them out there? And then, then by the end of the show, I'll decide. Okay, here's who we got. Alice Cooper. Because he has a vast discography. Upwards of 30 albums, easy. We did do an episode with him, or about him, with Lisa Goich, but that was a long, long, long time ago. I'm going to say maybe five years ago. So there's Alice Cooper... Bruce Springsteen, we covered him, you know, in the past eh, few years, but we only did the 70s, so we could cover the whole discography, and we also did a, a show about him at the uh, Limestone Comedy Festival, but that was uh, that was more about the Bruce puppet and less about the music. 
So there's so far Alice Cooper, Bruce Springsteen, David Bowie. And everyone likes Bowie. We did it with April. We didn't do like an album by album. It wasn't as extensive as it could be. And there's so much Bowie music. And then the last one is is a group we've never covered before. It's uh, it's the one Kyle would put in the <laughs> in the same boat as Dire Straits, I'm sure. And that's Steely Dan. So those are the four artists that I'm thinking about. And at the end of the show, I'll let you know who. I've decided that we will cover. All right. Next up, got another listener, got another song, got another introduction. Here we go. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. It's Craig Trombley from Ontario, Canada. Uh, for this title track episode, I want to pick something that I don't think has been played on Rock Solid before. Um, it's a tune from the UK trio Band of Skulls. Um, they play mostly guitar-based, kind of bluesy rock, um, at least most of the time. Emma Richardson and Russell Marsden share and alternate lead vocals, and they both can be heard on this track. The song is Sweet Sour from their 2012 album, coincidentally titled Sweet Sour. Thanks for doing this, Pat. Stay safe, everybody. Bye. Love it. This is a good episode for me because these are songs I don't know. These are bands, for the most part, I do not know. So, um, good job. You guys are bringing it today. Also, if you hear this squeak, let me see if I can make it happen. That's the chair. My office chair squeaking. Every time I start a song, I sit back. And I'm adding uh, extra noise to the song. All right. Next person. I'm not, uh, I'm not genderfying anyone. I'm just saying next person. And then you'll know. Hi, Francis. I got a tipple for you today. Title track. Book of Love. By Book of Love. Off the album. Book of Love. 
I promised myself I wasn't going to play any metal today, Pat. This is Tor Hansen. God damn it, keeping my promise. Instead, I brought you a book of love. Nice tour, and I don't mind if you bring metal. When uh, when did I say you can't bring metal? I like metal. Now he said that was a triple. That's what he said at the beginning. He had a triple for us. That's what he meant. It was uh, Book of Love, Book of Love, Book of Love, album, song, and artist. I once thought that maybe that could be a topic. But then I realized there's only a few of those. Iron Maiden, Bad Company. Um, those are the two off the top of my head that I can think of. Also, I want to play the intro of this Book of Love song again. And then I'm going to go right into the intro of another song that it reminded me of. So here we go. Okay, this is Book of Love. And then... That opening drum beat just reminded me of uh, That Thing You Do, which I guess is the title track of That Thing You Do soundtrack. All right, let's move on to our next contributor, virtual co-host, if you would like. This person plays the, uh, the weekly game of Name That Tune which again, I talk about every week because it's so much fun. I look forward to it. We need something to look forward to uh, during the week. And that's one of the things I look forward to. Good group of people. Here we go. Hi, Pat. It's Karen. Uh, my pick for title tracks is Ray La Montagne, Trouble, from the album released in 2004 called Trouble. Enjoy. Trouble, 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 bad dog in my soul. It's 
I like Karen putting the accent on Ray Lamontagne. Ray Lamontagne. It's almost called Trouble. And you can guess what the album's called. All right. Here's another friend of the show. If you've been to my house, I say you're a friend of my show. Friend to the show. Friend of mine. If you have my phone number, Certainly my friend. Let's listen to this dude. Hi, Pat Francis and uh, the Rock Solid fans. This is your old pal, Steve-O. Now, my original choice was the song by the band, but I realized that didn't uh, quite work um, because Pat told me it didn't work. So instead, uh, uh, we would... Yeah, see, Mary, you weren't the only one that I said no to. In a big country, from the album Big Country, that doesn't work for me. It's not pure. I need it to be pure. Okay. Played a lot of that, uh, name that Zoom, Zoom game uh, with a bunch of Canadians. And uh, just to out-Canadian them, I decided to pick the song Down at the Kyber by Joel Plaskett. Emergency? Yeah, he's it's it's an emergency. He, he does stuff by himself, but sometimes it's an emergency. Anyway, uh, stay alive. Shut up! Uh, no, seriously, this is uh, Joel Plaskett Emergency and Down at the Kyber. Very nice, Steve-O. That's a good song, too. I'm psyched about all the good songs today. 
and then I come in here and I I have to play uh then I have to play one and muck it up. And what I'm gonna play is the second Cheap Trick album to feature John Brandt actually features John Brandt on bass for the entire album. This album was entirely produced by Todd Rundgren, except for one song. Came out in 1983. The album is called Next Position, Please. And the song, of course, is called Next Position, Please by Cheap Trick. so much i just love the the stripped down production after working with roy thomas baker that made the band loud and noisy i uh i really like this album so there you go there you go all right this next song song i'm gonna make an exception uh and i'm gonna actually the person did not record their intro they wrote it and asked me if i could read it and if you know my reading skills, the answer would be no. No, I cannot. <laughs> but I'm going to try uh, because um, within the first sentence, uh, she says that her, her her voice is not up to recording at the moment. So maybe, maybe she's getting over a cold or whatever. So let me read it and then I'll play the song. And here's what it says. Hi, Pat. It's Leilani Jones from Victoria, Canada. I'm afraid my voice at the moment is not up to recording an intro, but being that I'm a writer, I feel more comfortable with the written format anyway. I hope you'd be okay reading it on my behalf. Well, I'm absolutely not, Leilani. I'm, I'm not comfortable with it, but I'll continue. I love the idea of a title track episode, although I'll be honest, I find that the cover track of an album rarely lives up to my expectations. This one is a notable exception, though. What I have for you today is a timely piece based on something that happened on Monday, which saw the untimely death of American guitar legend Bucky Baxter at the age of 65 at his home in Sanibel Island, Florida, of undisclosed causes. Rock and peace, Bucky. Bucky Baxter, of course, played in Bob Dylan's never-ending tour, but in the 80s, he was playing lap steel, pedal steel, and dobro for Steve Earle. In 1988, Steve Earle was recording Copperhead Road in Nashville at Ardent Studios. By coincidence, R.E.M. was also there at the same time recording what The Atlantic called the band's greatest album, Green, which, by the way, does not have a title track, 
by that name, or we could have had a twofer. But the story goes, they loved Bucky's guitar work so much, they actually borrowed him to play in the recording studio next door, where he appeared and is credited in uh, World Leader Pretend. Copperhead Road is largely seen as a crossover bluegrass rock song that is somewhat political and for Earl, maybe even personal. Copperhead Road is an actual road in East Tennessee known for its moonshine running, and the song talks about a vet coming home from Vietnam and settling and setting up an illegal operation. The timing of the song is interesting as it came during a rough patch of Earl's life. He was on his fifth wife, five wives. Oh my dear Lord. He was on his fifth wife and had spent 1988 New Year's Day in a Dallas jail cell for assaulting a police officer. The guy's having a tough one. You're right. That's not, that's not good. Uh, and I'm not sure if this came before or after his arrest, but apparently his outgoing voicemail message at the time said, this is Steve. I'm probably out shooting heroin, chasing 13-year-old girls, and beating up cops. All right, that's, uh, I'm glad you've, I'm glad Steve Arrow has come through uh, to the light because uh, th- this is all, this is all bad right now. Uh, oh, let me continue with his message and beating up cops, but I'm old and I tire easily, so leave a message and I'll get back to you. So here's Copperhead Road, both the title track and the album name of Steve Earle's 1988 work that charted 45 on the UK list. Play it from the top so we can hear what wonderful bagpipe, in, that wonderful bagpipe intro and the rest of the band as it drops in around the 19 second mark. All right, I think I have this from the top. I sure hope so. Uh, thank you so much, Leilani. Um, I got through it. And if you have a cold, I hope you're feeling better. And the next time, you must record your intro. But one time only, I did it for you. Here we go. <laughs> for him to say Copperhead Road. We got to it. We did it. Very nice. 
I don't think I've ever heard uh, that Steve Earle song either. Now it makes me want to hear all the Steve Earle songs. All right, coming up next, this might be the first song on the list other than the ones I played that I actually knew. So here we go. Hi, Pat. This is Steve Perry from Sydney. Uh, my song for the title track episode is from one of my favourite Australian bands. I thought I'd share a bit of Australian music with you this time. Uh, this is the title track off their third album, No Exit. It's a great song. Hope you enjoy it. All the best. Bye for now. This is The Angels, known in America as Angel City. singer there is Doc Neeson, Rock in Peace Doc Neeson, passed away June 4th, 2014, uh, some cancer, so uh, I'm sorry, a brain tumor, brain tumor, so excellent band, The Angels or Angel City, whatever you can find, check it out, I like the Face to Face album, No Exit album's good, it's all good. It's all good. Sometimes they have an ACDC sound to them. That just must be because they're from uh, Australia. Next up. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid Universe. This is Alan from Austin. Hope everyone's well and staying safe and sane. When it comes to title tracks, I'm going with my homeboy, my favorite musician, Prince, because when it comes to title tracks, that was his M.O. If you think about it, Dirty Mind, Purple Rain, Controversy, Sound of the Times, Diamonds and Pearls, yeah, and on and on and on. But I'm going with something more obscure. It's from 1996. It's called Chaos and Disorder, and it was released just haphazardly during his contract dispute with Warner Brothers because he was just trying to get out of it. But I think this is a hidden gem. The song rocks. But that's my opinion. Again, thank you, Pat. Thank you, everybody. And hope everyone's doing well. As Prince would always say, peace and be wild. I'm just a new name for the- 
Hey everybody, this is rotating co-host Mike Siegel of Siegel Stinkaroo fame, and I am not going to play you Stinkaroo. I'm actually going to play you a song I like. There was a ton of options for this, and since this is rock solid, everybody's going to play a rockin' tune, I'm sure. But I'm going to slow it down a little bit. This is a local L.A. band called Dawes, D-A-W-E-S. Letterman was a big fan. He had them on all the time. And I saw these guys open for Jeff Lynn's ELO at the Forum a couple of years ago. And when they were wrapping up their set, I was worried they weren't going to play my favorite song of theirs. But as it turned out, their lead singer and songwriter, Taylor Goldsmith, who also is married to Mandy Moore, fun fact, came out for their last song and played this solo on acoustic guitar. From their 2015 album, All Your Favorite Bands, here is the title track. Enjoy. Late night drives and hot french fries and friends around the country From Charlottesville to good old Santa Fe When I think of you, you still got on that hat that says let's party I hope that thing is never thrown That you've always been to me And may all your favorite bands Stay together Hello Rock Solid listeners, this is Ryan Howell from Marion, Indiana, and my selection for the title track episode is off of Metallica's 1986 album Master of Puppets. This album shows Metallica really hitting their stride. The title track would go on to be their most played song live, and it was the song that actually won me over as a fan, and now they're my favorite band. Enjoy, and thank you so much, Pat. I'm still here. Don't worry. 
maybe you thought something happened to me because I played three things in a row. The reason I did that, a couple reasons. First of all, Alan Fisher and Mike Siegel, they both uh, sent me audio clips where they put the uh, they put the song right in their intro and everything. They produced it themselves. So I knew that those two could play back to back and I knew that then that one could play into Ryan Howell and then right into his song and then I would be here to, uh, to fade it down. And what I was doing while all that was playing, and again, thank you, Alan. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, all good songs, fun stuff. Prince, Dawes, Metallica. Ryan, you've offered to send me some Metallica. I, that sounded good to me, but I'm still not, I'm just not, I'm just not a real Metallica fan. I respect them, but it just, you know, it's, I don't know why it's not my thing, but it's not. But thank you. And I'm glad it's your thing. All right, so what I was doing while those clips were playing, by the way, I guess we could do this uh, bonus episode without me. I just push play and walk away. Uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you guys would enjoy that more. Okay, what I did was I opened up the Ninja Picker and I entered David Bowie, Alice Cooper, Bruce Springsteen, and Steely Dan. And I'm going to do a quick last man standing to see who the, uh, who the next um, listener curate, curate, I can't even talk now. When I stop talking, now I can't talk. And we're going to find out who the next, uh, the next bonus episode, which artist we're going to focus on. So here we go. And I'm going to record it. I'm going to make a video just in case you don't believe me. Okay. I put them in alphabetic order. Bowie, Cooper, Springsteen. Steely Dan. Here we go. All right. Kyle will be happy to know Steely Dan is off the list. Some people might be happy to know that Bruce Springsteen is off the list. Will it be Alice or will it be Bowie? Who will be the last man standing? Alice Cooper is gone, and the winner be Mr. Rock and Peace, David Bowie. All right, so you guys get your Bowie songs ready, and um, I'll tell you when you can send those. Also, by the way, if your song did not make it uh, today, it's because you sent it in too late. There's only, uh, I only have so much time. If I get it after, uh, after midnight, there's not much I can do. There's not much I can do. All right, let's move on to the next listener's intro and song. Hey, Pat. Hey, Rock Solid crew. This is Jeff Scoble from Detroit. Once again, with a submission for the listener-sponsored episodes, this time for the title track episode. Uh, there are a lot of great title tracks out there, but I have to always go back to my go-to band, Kansas, my favorite band. Uh, they have a couple of choices here, but I'm going with one of my favorite albums, Point of No Return from 1977. Uh, this is an incredible album with many, many great songs, one of which is one of my favorite Kansas songs, the title track, Point of No Return. And make note, it's K-N-O-W, pretty clever. So anyway, that's my song, and I'm sticking to it. Rock on, everybody.
Now that's how you produce a song. That sounds fantastic. I might have to dig that album out and listen to it this week. Good job, Jeff. Good job. All right. Next up, we got a guy who actually uh, co-hosted the show before. Let's give a listen here. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Brian Raisin from Appleton, Wisconsin. Now, most people probably recognize Passenger for his 2012 hit, Let Her Go. But he has released a string of excellent albums since then, including Runaway, which was released in 2018. Like many Passenger songs, Runaway builds and builds, adding layers throughout the song. Personally, I'm a big fan of the horns in this one. All studio tracks for the album were recorded in England, uh, including at Abbey Road and in Australia. But what I really like about Runaway is the second album where Passenger recorded solo versions of the songs while touring around the U.S., including some stops at national parks, a New York rooftop, and Santa Monica Beach. It's a great compliment to the studio tracks. I definitely recommend it if you're a fan. Hope you all enjoy the song and the album. Take care. song, Brian. Enjoyed that gentleman's voice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Had some uh, new Patreon people sign up this week. Also had some Patreon people delete. That's what happens. Patreon is always uh, ebbing and flowing. Uh, I just want to let people know if you've signed up for a tier uh, $5 and above, that puts you in the ASAP club. Uh, But because of... uh, coronavirus and the pandemic, I haven't been able to bank a lot of episodes that I can service to you early. But eventually this year we'll be back on a, on a better schedule and, uh, and I'll get those episodes to you. Uh, last week you did get the Alexi Lawless episode. We recorded it on a Tuesday and I sent it to you immediately even though it did drop that Thursday. So I'll still do it when I can, except for these bonus episodes. These are done so so much on the fly and they come out, you know, like the day after I record them. So I'm not, I'm not sending you these uh, in advance. But um, that's it. Just wanted to give, just wanted to give that uh, little. Uh, is it an update? What is it? I don't know. But here is my friend and yours is David Ace. Hey everyone, this is David A. Gutierrez, the executive producer of the Pod Dylan podcast and frequent contributor 
to rock solid. This next track is called American Egypt, or The American Egypt, by Mike Viola off the album of the same name. This song is about Los Angeles itself, as it's from the point of view of a building that used to be a pioneer chicken. Mike Viola, probably best known as the singing voice of the wonders from that, <laughs> from the film The Thing You Do. That Thing You Do, sorry. Um, but he is a prolific singer-songwriter uh, who is just amazing, amazing talent. And uh, I hope you guys check out more of his stuff. If you start the song at 30 seconds in, You'll get a good sampling of this song, and it's a very stream of consciousness, soulful, soulful little ditty. Mike Viola. Thanks, guys. And again, I did not start that 30 seconds in, David, but I will oblige right now. Here we go. too liking everything this week in a very uh very open mood open to uh liking everything all right here's what we're gonna do now got a couple of guys who embedded their song right into their intro so i'm gonna do what i just did a little bit ago we're gonna play these back to back to back let's start it up first two voices you've heard on the show many, many times. Here we go. Hey there, Rock Solid listeners. Aaron here again, and I've decided to take part in yet another Rock Solid listener curated episode. For my song, I've picked something by one of my favorite bands, Riot. If any listeners follow me on Twitter, you might already know that I'm a big fan of Riot. For those unaware, Riot were a band formed in the 1970s in New York by guitarist Mark Rialli. Rialli would remain the band's lone consistent member until his death in 2012. Today, Riot continues under the name Riot 5, with guitarist Mike Flintz and bassist Donnie Van Stavern leading the band now. The band are fronted by Todd Michael Hall, who was just on this last season of The Voice. In their career, Riot fans would agree that the band have two distinct sounds. From their 1977 debut album Rock City till 1983's Born in America, the band's sound was more hard rock, in the style of Deep Purple, Thin Lizzy, and UFO. When the band were brought out of hiatus by Reale with the release of 1988's Thundersteel, the band's sound changed to a more heavy metal sound, more in the line of Judas Priest and Iron Maiden. 
Also with this heavy metal sound of Riot, some people have also linked it to the subgenre of power metal. Now this is the sound that Riot would stick with for the rest of their career, with the occasional homage to their old school sound. And the same goes for Riot 5. They picked up where Mark left off. In Riot 5, they've released two studio albums, and there are a couple of songs on those albums where they do uh, go back to that old school sound. Now, this isn't the first time I played Riot. The first time I played Riot on Rock Solid was almost three years ago. Personally, I think enough time has passed. So, from their 1988 comeback with singer Tony Moore on lead vocals, this is Riot with Thundersteel. Thundersteel! Rock and roll with thunder steel. Greetings, rockers and soliders. West Anthony here. For my title track, I picked a band from the UK called Art Brute, because they have one of the best album titles ever, and they wrote a song to go with it. Here they are, with the title track from their 2018 album, Wham Bang Pow Let's Rock Out. I'm just looking for a party. They play beer bottle lids used as ashtrays. We'll make some enemies in the kitchen because we don't care whose booze we're drinking. There's a fire in my soul, I can't put it out. Hello, Rock Solid listeners. This is Andy Solom. My title track comes from my favorite record of 2019. Former Czar frontman Jeff Whalen released his solo debut, 10 More Rock Super Hits. It's full of jangly, bubblegum, glammy power pop. Once again, here's the title track, 10 More Rock Super Hits. Yeah. 
Jeff Whalen from Czar. That's a great power pop album. Great choice, Andy. Also, thank you, Aaron and West. You guys sounded good. You guys got, got good uh, voices for uh, radio, for podcasting. When I was just uh, sitting back listening to those three in a row, it did, I felt like I was listening to a podcast. All right, here we go. Coming up. Hey, Pat and Rock Solid Nation. This is Peter Barter from New York City. I'm excited about this week's title track category because it allows me to introduce you to one of my all-time favorite bands. Eddie from Ohio is a folk rock quartet from Virginia. Yes, they're from Virginia, not Ohio, although there is an Eddie, and they're one of the best live acts I've ever seen. They sell out Martin Luther King Day weekend at the Birchmere in Virginia every year with a fantastic series of concerts well worth traveling for. They also happen to be super nice people who have done a ton of charity work, so it's the kind of band you can feel good about supporting. The song I've chosen is the title track from their seventh album, 2001's Quick. The lyrics are clever and whimsical, and the harmonies are to die for. Enjoy. I want to be quick, move at a light speed, never grow up, never come down. I want to be small, walk with small feet, treading the space just above ground. Quick as I can, quick as a cat, quicker than sand, quicker than that. I want to be young, want to be beautiful, making a small, beautiful sound. That, uh, that vocalist has a very musical theater-sounding voice. Rita listens to a lot of uh, Broadway soundtracks, uh, mostly newer shows, and that, uh, that woman is, uh, is bound for Broadway. I don't know anything about this band. Maybe she's been on Broadway, but uh, Eddie from Ohio from 2001, that's great. 19 years ago? What the heck? Where's the time going? All right, as I said at the top of the show, I was going to use this uh, this episode as my uh, excuse to play Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick has a lot of title tracks. Heaven Tonight, Dream Police, One on One, Next Position Please, Busted, Special One. Anything I'm missing? I'm missing two, and you're going to hear them eventually, including the next one, which was, this one was produced, uh, this is the third album with John Brandt. All title tracks when John Brandt was in the band. This uh, production is credited to Jack Douglas, who produced the band's amazing debut album. So when I picked this album up and I read on the back, produced by Jack Douglas, I got very excited. And then the production's kind of a letdown. And, uh, the album for me is about a six. 
out of 10. Even though people tout this as like a great album, I just feel it's, it's if I'm going to be honest, it's about a six. So uh, here we go. The title track from 1985's Standing on the Edge. This is Standing on the Edge. know what that song's about not quite sure he had a dream in the middle of the night i guess it can be nonsense if it's just about a dream right that's what i'm gonna say all right this next one i don't know if this uh if this person has contributed before let's find out hello pat and all the other solid rockers This is Chris in Iowa, and for your title track episode, I would like to nominate what I think is the quintessential title track song. Of course, I'm talking about A Place in the Sun from the 1977 album of the same name by Pablo Cruz. I... Hope you all enjoy the song and take care. Yacht rocking right now, people. Maybe I should have queued this up a little better. Forty one seconds. No, no lyrics yet. I blame myself. Could it be an instrumental? Uh, 
Not sure if I've ever heard this before. I hear the chorus, I'm thinking, maybe I have. That couldn't have been a big hit, though, or I would have heard it. Super sounds of the 70s. All right. Let's go, uh, let's go with our next, uh, I was going to say our next performer, our next virtual co-host. Hello, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Jerry Riggs again from Columbus, Ohio. A couple weeks ago, I submitted a song for the Breakup Podcast from a band from Long Beach, California called Rival Sons. Well, for today's title track song, I chose another song from Rival Sons called Pressure and Time from their 2011 album by the same title. I think you'll really enjoy this track, Pat. It's a rocking song. You can start this one right from the beginning. Thanks, Pat, for everything, and thank you, everyone. Be safe and peace out. Yep, already I love it. Two seconds in. It's my favorite song of all time. Got some Zeppelin in there. Cool. Rival Sons, Pressure and Time. Now, this is a band I think I'm going to have to check out for sure. Good deal. Thank you so much for sending that one, Jerry Riggs. Jerry Riggs rocks. All right, here's a guy who's uh, co-hosted the show in person a couple of times. Warren Zevon, Beach Boys. He also has played and hosted the weekly Name That Tune game. Good guy. Took Pilar out. Took Pilar out. Uh-oh. Not a good guy. Took my wife out. Tried to hit on my wife. No. <laughs> what I meant to say was he took me and Pilar out. Pilar and I is what I was going to say. Out for, uh, out for pizza and beverages. When I say beverages, you know what I mean. Heroin. Here we go. Dear Rock Solid listeners, this is Kevin Hartbarger checking in once again from the Chicago suburbs. I just want you all to know that in these uncertain times, I'm here for you. We are stronger together. Wash your hands and wear those masks. My favorite album of all time is The Clash's London Calling. It's perfect. The anthemic music the powerful words, the iconic cover, amazing. And it kicks off with one of the finest title tracks ever. However, I'll bet someone else picked that one, so I'm going to zigzag here. They didn't. I was going to pick a song that referenced the album title in the lyrics, sort of a non-title title track, but Pat said no, so <laughs> instead, let's hear from the pride of Raleigh, North Carolina the Connells and the title track 
from their 1989 album, Fun and Games. I once did a remote interview with lead singer Doug McMillan while crowded in a nightclub bathroom stall. He liked the acoustics. I hope you like this tune. Thank you, Pat, and enjoy. Tear down into your heart Let me take a seat and stay a while Let me tear down into your heart Our fun and games Let me steal a glimpse from your eyes Let me pin it up and stare a while Let me steal a glimpse from your eyes Our fun and games Fun and games. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. See, Kevin. Kevin uh, was uh, was another person that I said no to their uh, to their first choice. Uh, I'm uh, I'm hardcore. <laughs> um, okay, now this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a tricky one because for some reason I know that I put this in the list, but then it's not appearing in the list, and neither is the person's intro. So. I feel really bad. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to play their intro over the phone into the microphone and then I'll play the song. I don't know how this is going to work, but I have to do it. Okay, let me see if I can... Okay, I'm pulling up their intro. Oh, no. Oh, it's going to work. That's going to work, definitely. Okay, here we go. Hey, Pat. Hey, Rock Solid people. Tom Neuerberg. I got one line to introduce my title track because it only needs one line. Hey, you, good-looking podcaster, come here. Yeah, man. 
What a classic song. Sadly, one of the few songs that uh, the uninitiated know from Thin Lizzy. And I got to tell you, you guys got to seek out that catalog and get into it. You'll be amazed by the stuff you hear. Thin Lizzy, amazing. Thanks, Tom. Sorry about uh, having to play your, your intro from my phone. But I did it. Made it work. Uh, this is a dude-heavy show today. Sausage Fest, except for Karen Landry, right? And, um, and Leilani, but I read that. So we're only hearing one female voice today. I believe that will change with uh, next Monday's David Bowie episode. Everyone likes David Bowie. But I mean, that doesn't mean that everyone doesn't like title tracks, does it? Leilani doesn't. She said they usually don't live up to uh, her expectations. All right, this next guy, he's from Canada. He has participated and hosted the, uh, the Name That Tune. And when he hosted, I didn't know one of his songs. I think, I, I think my score was three that day. So he either uh, likes terrible music or, or he has the most eclectic taste in music of anyone that I know. Here we go. Hello again, solid rockers. It's Glenn K. fucking Amo here. No, I think Karen's rubbing off on me. Anyhow, my first thought for this episode was Randy Newman's Sail Away, but I figured I'd change it up and represent a bit of Canadian music this time. Hailing from Etobicoke, Ontario, Rio Statics formed in 1978 and were together until 2007, having released 14 albums... In 2016, they reunited and last year released their first album in 14 years. I could have chosen the title track from that album, Here Come the Wolves, but I decided to go with one of my favorite Rio Static songs, the title track from their 1994 album, Introducing Happiness. Enjoy and stay sweet. That's how I want people to introduce me. Have you met my friend, Happiness? That's what I need. That's what I want. Thank you for introducing Happiness to me. Glenn K. Amo. The band Rio Statics. All right, moving on. Moving on to our next virtual co-host. Hi, Pat and listeners. This is David Nichol from Ontario, Canada. Album title tracks. I thought, easy, my favorite song is Heroes, and the other that came to mind was Purple Rain. But I just don't think a short clip does either of those epics justice. Quick sidebar, when I was 19 or 20, I read somewhere that ideally you want to have a girlfriend that likes Prince and Bowie, because it would be very likely they'd be into all types of music. In hindsight, that was damn good advice, and it worked out pretty well for me. Question though, 
Who are the two equivalent types of artists today? Anyways, since all the tracks I've sent in to now have been at least 30 years old, today I'll offer up one of my favorites from last year, the title track of Sam Fander's album called Hypersonic Missiles. He's a young guy from England with big-time Springsteen and Killers influences. Enjoy and stay well, everyone. Cities lie like tumors all across the world The kinds of eating mankind Hidden in our blind side They say I'm a nihilist Cause I can't see any decent rhyme or reason For the life of you and me Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. This is Mike Wiles from Naperville, Illinois. My title song is from a young, up-and-coming singer-songwriter-guitarist named Eric Martinick from Naperville, Illinois. It is a title track from his second CD, Voodoo Love, released last year. Eric is only 19 years old and wrote and performed all the songs on this great album. So here is Voodoo Love from Eric Martinick, my title song. Thanks, Pat. The moon was radiating light Through the October sky Superstitious woman on Jackson Square where we had our first love affair with Sweet sand of candles and a straight pin doll The last place and went down the hall The an empty void deep in my heart My independence was torn apart David Nickel and Mike Wiles introducing us to a couple of newer artists or at least uh, uh, newer releases from 2019, 2018. First was Sam Fender. That song very much sounded like uh, just what you said, David. Um, The Killers or Springsteen influenced, definitely. And Eric Martinek, Voodoo Love. That was cool too. Excellent. All right, next up, what do we got? Hey, Pat Francis and Rock Solid Nation. It is Jeff Frank, a.k.a. the Rock and Roll Frankfurter, chiming in with my pick for title track, and it is from one of my 
all-time favorite bands. It is the old 97s, and the track is Most Messed Up off of their 10th studio album released in 2014. Simply put, Most Messed Up, this is their sex, drugs, and rock and roll record uh, from a band that's not really known for that. Um, But for me, this record is just the perfect mix of rock, twang, and that pop undercurrent that makes the old 97 sound undeniable. So you got Pretty Boy lead singer Rhett Miller in the throes of his last year before he got sober. And this album kind of chronicles the dying embers of that lifestyle before reality really set in. And you got F-bombs left and right, but it's never in a gratuitous sense. It's always in service of carrying the story forward. And to me, it's just the right amount of piss and vinegar. Fuck yeah. So I say play it from the top and play it loud. Stay frosty. messed up motherfucker in this town I know it's not fair I had a head start there's only so many words you can ride with heart well I used them all up yeah I wrote them all down I am the most messed up motherfucker in this town oh yeah All right, most messed up. Very braggadocious. Bragging about how messed up he is. Good tune. Liked it, Jeff. Very nice. Let's listen to, uh, or let's hear from one of our rock solid artists. This guy does a ton of work for me. It's not Daryl Asher. It's this guy. Hey, Pat. It's Kyle Hildreth out in the woods of Western Mass. And my title track selection is Keep Your Hands Off My Power Supply by Slade. A little backstory. In 1983, when Quiet Riot created heavy metal with their cover of Come On, Feel the Noise, (laughs) Slade benefited from this, and they put out an album at the end of 83 called The Amazing Kamikaze Syndrome. Now, the popularity that they're enjoying was seen by CBS Records, and they signed them to their first American label in probably almost a decade. Now, they took this Amazing Kamikaze Syndrome album and they repackaged it four months later for the U.S. and Canada, and they called it Keep Your Hands Off My Power Supply, named after a B-side of My Oh My that was released in 1983. So they popped the song back up to the album, and they named it after it, and it was Slade's only real U.S. success. So here it is, Slade, with Keep Your Hands Off My Power Supply. Maybe I didn't pick the best cue point on this either. 
Here's a song for Quiet Riot to steal, though. remember this song Kyle I'm sure that got some MTV play I apologize for my weak cue point of which there was none took it from the top all righty right, I'm gonna jump in here for the last time with uh, with another cheap trick song this one from 1986 from the often maligned album called the doctor it's the last album to feature John Brandt on bass before Cheap Trick had a big comeback two years later. Tom Peterson returns. The Flame goes to number one. Lap of Luxury goes platinum. But before that, we have this very strange, uh, overproduced album called The Doctor, overproduced by Tony Platt. And uh, here's the title track. Enjoy The Doctor. Doesn't sound good. does predate uh, by three years Motley Crue's Dr. Feel Good so they didn't steal that uh, lame lyric from uh, from Motley Crue Motley Crue stole it from them all right let's class up the joint with one of our essential workers lives in New York he's co-hosted the show in person I think three or four maybe four times and uh, he's a teacher he is um educating today's youth and he's a good guy and he's classing up the joint with uh with his song choice and artists so here we go 
Hey everybody, Josh Fitzgerald here. So everybody knows how much I love and admire Kate Bush, and I know she's not everyone's cup of tea, but I find her just to be one of the most captivating and important and interesting artists of all time. The impact that she's had on music, and particularly female artists, just cannot be overstated with her songwriting and her dancing and her production and her piano playing. She's just such a wealth of talent. And she's blazed so many trails for so many artists to come after her. And I think that she doesn't always get the credit that she deserves for that. And her music is always such a richly rewarding emotional experience. So I'm going to play the title track of her 1985 album, Hounds of Love, which if you're only going to buy one Kate Bush album, that would be the album to get because it's generally considered her masterpiece. And I would agree with that. The songs are very accessible, but they're also interesting and gorgeous and really, really powerful. And even if you don't consider yourself a fan, I would say give it a listen because I think there's a lot to be taken and rewarded from that album. So here is Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. It's in the trees. It's coming. Excellent choice, Josh. Excellent song. I love it. I believe I, that was on MTV, right? I, I saw that back in the day, I'm sure. Hounds of Love. All right, we got two more. Just two more. Remember, if you didn't hear your song today, uh, I know definitely Scott Lee, you sent me an email. There was nothing attached. No, no song, no audio clip. So try again. Um... And yeah, anyone else, if you, if you don't hear your song after the end of the show, it's because it came in too late. So I'm going to let you know when you can send your Bowie intros to me. You can start that on Tuesday, June 2nd, first thing in the morning. And I must have them by Thursday, June 4th, by midnight. That gives me enough time to prepare the regular episode and to get this one going. So uh, it'll be David Bowie. Uh, any song you want, I guess Tin Machine is included. And, uh, I have all the, I have all the music. You probably won't have to send, you won't have to send me any of the songs unless it's something so obscure that you don't think I'll have it. Then you can attach it, but I'm pretty sure I have all the Bowie stuff. So, all right. From, from Kate Bush, we're going to go to some metal. And then to uh, some punky ska stuff, and then out. So here we go. Hey, it's the man, the myth, the legend, the M Bags, Mickey Bags, Jag Bag, Mike Bagford. 
I'm going to keep this short and simple today. We're going to go with Iron Maiden. They have many great title tracks. This one's no exception. This is Seventh Son of a Seventh Son from the album Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. I do not think this is the cue point that he wanted. The song's nine minutes and 54 seconds. And I dropped it in at the beginning. Sorry, Michael. I'm going to, I'm going to turn the sound down. I'm going to jump it up a little bit. Again, I apologize, Michael. I know that I did not cue that song to the uh, the cue point you told me to, and I apologize. And I don't have it in front of me, so I can't even look up the email to see and rectify my mistake. Apologies to the listeners. Apologies to Michael Beckford. And apologies to Iron Maiden. All right. This is the last song, and then I'll do the play out, of course. It's not cheap trick either, so it's okay. Stick around. Uh, this is a this is a gentleman who's also co-hosted the show a couple of times. He loves the ska. He loves to rock. He loves the punk. And this is what he's chosen. Greetings and salutations, solid rockers. This is Travis Kennedy again on what is probably my 19th attempt at trying to record this, mostly because I keep stammering and talking way too fast. Today's topic is title tracks so the song that i picked is coming from one of my favorite bands real big fish it comes from their fourth studio album fourth full length at least um it was released in 2002 and the song and album are both called cheer up not pat said not to cheat that's clearly not cheating so i think that works not cheating the song combines their usual peppy upbeat sound with tongue-in-cheek doom and gloom lyrics it's a fun listen hope you all enjoy it i hope you're doing well as well pat thank you and good night
a good one. There's a Green Day feel. Maybe there's a little Blink-182 in there. I like it. Cheer up, people. All right, that's all the songs except for my playout. Now, let's unpack it real quick. You can follow us at Rock Solid Show. You can follow Kyle at Kyle underscore Francis. Uh, I will continue with these Monday quarantine episodes until uh, we are all able to be out and about, and then we'll just go back to regular Thursday episodes. But until then, I'm enjoying these. Uh, Next episode is going to be an all David Bowie episode. Whatever you want. Keep the keep your audio clips to uh, you know, let's not go over 90 seconds. Let's not get nuts. Uh send your clip to rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. You can start sending those Tuesday, June 2nd at 6 a.m. And your deadline is Thursday, June 4th. Seems like homework. Seems like I'm giving you homework. Hopefully it's fun. Uh earlier in the show, let me find it. Who is the guy that played... Okay, Chris McIntosh said that his song by Pablo Cruz was the quintessential title track, and I disagree, because obviously I'm going to play the quintessential title track to end the show. But before I do, I just want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank everyone who supports us through Patreon. I want to thank you guys once again for the Laptop Relief Fund. Uh, Also, everyone, please stay safe, healthy, and well, and uh, take care of yourselves, take care of your family, and we will talk soon. And now, here we go. I'm actually going to play the entire song because this is quintessential. I'm not even going to introduce it. You've heard it before. Here we go. Says fiddle on the griddle as you drop that batter into that hot butter. Round and brown, piping hot, like as not. What we got is hot cakes. Hubba, 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 puffin' up fluffy and sweet. Now wait, and now flip it. Thank you.